0: Welcome to your business education station. This is Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Our mission is to educate women and people of color about the financial and legal aspects of business, personal finance, and changing your money mindset to create financial freedom. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Florence Seiler, CPA, and attorney Althea DeVar Johnson.
1: Good morning, good morning. Mind your business listeners, we are having a ball already. We have started out this day, you <laughs> think? We morning, have, it's only. Only, only when my friend Aisley <laughs> Smith comes to visit do we have these technical difficulties. So, let me, let me just say. To change. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me just, let me just say, um Thank you to one of our faithful listeners for letting us know we were having technical difficulties <laughs> and we were on the air before we were supposed to be on the air. And so I came in sliding in the first and Aisley doing some crazy mic check. And uh, hopefully knowing Althea, she's so good. Mm-hmm. She ain't say nothing wrong. Aisley. Mm-hmm. Althea she's don't ever say was nothing good. wrong. <laughs> I didn't say anything wrong this time. <laughs> but mind your business, listeners, we are here Today, uh, we are going to be giving you some tax tips, and I am so pleased to have our friend. I met uh, Attorney Aisley Smith through Althea DeBar Johnson, and so I'm going to let Althea go ahead and introduce our guest. Again. Again. yeah Attorney Aisley Smith. Go ahead, Althea. You know,
2: Attorney Smith and I have been friends for eons. And he and I can have come together because our practice is going to mix yes. and mesh together. Attorney Smith is the founding member and CEO, senior tax attorney of Tax Concept, LLC. He has unparalleled knowledge in tax law, corporate law, business finance, combined with his unique practical insights into political and Public Policy Nuances of the IRS. The IRS is a person that I am (laughs) scared of. (laughs) Attorney Smith obtained his Bachelor of Arts degree in finance from Mohaus, a Moorehouse man. All right, all right, he, all right. He also received a juris uh, doctor's degree from Howard University School of Law, mm-hmm. our school. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, okay. And while employed with the Internal Revenue Service, Attorney Smith simultaneously pursued and was conferred with a master's of law in taxation from Georgetown University. Law Center. I stopped at the law, Howard Law. I'm sorry. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. <laughs>
3: okay.
2: <laughs> no, some of us are smarter than others. I know. Uh, I know.
1: I know. I tell my intern at all times. She outsmarts me all time. So, so, so Attorney Smith, welcome.
4: Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be back.
1: <laughs> we are always happy when you come because, you know, you're, you just mesh with out and I so well. It. We have so much fun with you. We do. And Mm -hmm. and we especially because we have such a topic that most people think are really is really boring. Right. I don't think any of my my clients look forward to tax time the way I look forward to going to the dentist. Okay, people just do not want to talk about taxes. But the reason why we brought you on is because we have to talk about taxes, because one of the things that I've learned is wealthy people have excellent tax strategies. Yes. So it's not necessarily only about making money. It's about knowing what to do with it and how to save money. And you don't want your money just going straight to taxes. And that's why I believe you and Althea work so closely together, because when Althea puts together these master um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, state <laughs> state estate trust, plans yeah. and trusts, She also needs a a tax strategist to say, "Okay, with this plan that we're putting together, it will have the minimum tax effect. Is that correct? Is Is that how you guys work together? So, 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 Attorney Smith, you're preparing, I know, for your tax season. You and I have had some conversations about um, your new stuff that you're doing for tax season um, this this coming season. But share with us a little before we get into the tips. Share a little a little about your practice.
4: Um, My practice was initially created and designed for individuals of high net worth. My actual specialty is Section 501c3, tax-exempt organizations. Um, But we like to try to encourage our clients to think proactively, like you said. Mm -hmm. Taxes are inevitable, so if you put your head in the sand, when you bring your head out, it's only going to be worse. You're just going to see a letter. <laughs> just, yeah, certified. A certified. Certified.
3: Letter. So, uh-huh. you
4: know, Take your head out the sand and think proactively. We only have about 31 days left. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, 30 days and some hours <laughs> left to uh, perform whatever activity it is to minimize our tax liability. So we encourage you to think proactively and to make deductions instead of take deductions. You make yeah. them, then you take them.
1: Okay. Okay. And like I like to tell my uh, my clients, uh, tax evasion is illegal, but tax avoidance is not. Correct. Tax avoidance is just really good strategy and having uh, really good advisors in your corner that will advise you on what type of strategies you can use to minimize your taxes.
4: Correct.
1: So what are you advising your clients this year?
4: Well, The first thing that we always encourage our clients to do is definitely take advantage of the charitable contributions. Mm -hmm. We like to not only contribute cash, but also remember non-cash. You have a lot of gifts coming in for Christmas. A lot of things are going to be taking on with the house and everything. So while you're buying some new items, then take the older items and take them to Goodwill. Uh, get a receipt,
3: mm-hmm.
4: uh, write that off on your taxes, and make the charitable contributions to the organization of your choice. As long as it's a 501c3, there is no challenge. So that's the first thing we always recommend because we, we definitely encourage tithing because it works. But we also encourage what we call the top three um, retirement contributions. Mm-hmm. It's coming down, we all hope to be retiring, God knows, one day. So <laughs> you want to make those to assist you in minimizing your tax liability. And last but not least, this is for those people and organizations that have, uh were really blessed and during the year received a huge windfall. Mm-hmm. Well, instead of being taxed on that entire windfall, make some investments in your business, mm-hmm. um, grow your business, you know, bring on that extra person, um, buy that extra computer, that extra yeah. piece of furniture, that extra building or piece of equipment so that it can be used as an expense mm-hmm. and minimize your tax liability also.
1: Well, that's excellent advice. Um, that's excellent advice. I, um, I, when I, usually do my little articles to my clients. Those are the three things that I say. Number one was, of course, increase your retirement plan contributions. If you have a 401k, um, you know, you want to, you know, that's, Um, you know, you want to go ahead and contribute to that so that your W-2 is lessened. Um, But if you uh, contribute outside of your 401k, you know, you want to put the maximum in your IRAs and things like that, right?
4: Or or your SEPs. And your
1: SEPs, whatever uh, you have. And then uh, very important that you mentioned, Attorney Smith, is the the charitable giving. You want to make sure that uh, you give away... Um, not only your money yes. <laughs> to, a, to your favorite charity, but also uh, any uh, non-cash items exactly. uh, that you that you haven't been able to sell at those yard sales, right? <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> right.
1: You can always give that stuff away. Right. Like You'll you actually say, get probably
4: receipt. get a better value by giving it away as opposed to the price of the That's yard sale. That's true.
1: Shelf. That's yeah, true because right. you you can at least give it away at market value right. as opposed to right. uh, or market, value right. as, exactly. as opposed to a dollar at the exactly. hey, right <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> by a yard sale. Okay, great. Now, what what other types of things? Um, I know that I had uh, put here some information about. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys out there actually invest, but you need to look at your portfolio. Of course. Uh, take some of those uh, uh losses uh, if you have some gains you're gonna also want to want to get rid of some of your dogs right yes, if yes. you're investing in the markets and so things true. like that yes um, so you want to lessen your capital gains mm-hmm. uh types of things See, y'all talking about stuff I don't understand but that's okay yeah but out you're smart enough to be in the room so <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> like I say I just always surround myself with smart people it just makes me look better
3: it makes you feel good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Even if I'm sitting in the conversation just going, uh-huh. 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 Yes,
3: yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, makes sense to
1: me. <laughs> so anyway, um, one of the things that I think is a huge for any uh, taxpayer or tax provider, uh, what uh, have you taken any or or gotten any new news about this Affordable Care Act? Uh what what are you where how are you positioning <laughs> how are you positioning yourself on that? <laughs> what is it, what advice do you give your clients and how are you positioning yourself on that?
4: Well, let me first say it is always a ball to be here. I really enjoy it. You guys are awesome. Um I'm glad it's radio. <laughs> <laughs> me too.
3: Yeah.
4: If they were television. Everybody would appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um but there are some new requirements um for 2015 um all providers who um are giving health care including employers uh, with self insured coverage they're required to file um with the IRS certain returns that include information about the coverage and the individual mm-hmm. so we can see that the government is taking a, a greater stance at getting more information in a timely and precise manner
1: mm-hmm. absolutely and if, and and if you and if those uh uh, individuals, uh, I believe, if you if you cannot say that you're covered uh, by a, a health insurance policy, there are some penalties there. Correct. You tax penalties there. Correct. For
3: you. Correct. Yeah, Correct. So
1: you want to make sure that uh, before the end of the year that you have some sort of health coverage. Do you got a question? Hmm. Out so so let there? me have, let me get some clarity. You know, I'm I, I'm in
2: business. I don't <laughs> have, I guess, the required uh, number of employees. But if I'm in business as an employer, mm-hmm. I guess under the this, this uh, Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be in, uh, insured.
4: Correct, it? if you have yeah. employees. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. many times what uh, businesses do to avoid not only that but to also um, uh, not pay any uh, self-employment taxes is that they make all of their people independent contractors. And they receive a 1099, and mm-hmm. um, they uh, are required to report their own taxes. But
2: we know how dangerous that can
3: be.
4: Yes. If right.
2: you don't do if, if they are, aren't independent contractors, correct. they mm-hmm. are actually employees. employees so, somebody like myself who is an employer, uh, if I don't have health care, I need to make sure I get health care. Yes. And, or. In my situation, I have my husband who insured, have me covered on his right. his plan.
1: Right. That right.
2: kind of protects me.
1: Yes, right. yes, yes. But it depends on um, how many employees you have. Um, and if you have uh, a certain amount of employees, you are supposed to at least offer them a health care coverage how many plan. how is that? I, I'm not sure. I'm, do you remember?
4: I'm um, not too sure either. It is a very... A specific area of tax. Yes, it is. I know um, there okay. is a 50 employment filing requirement.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: Um, but we're going to have to get back with you on that exact well, we'll
1: we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But those of y'all who do have employees, just make sure that whoever you're uh, prov- whoever your uh, uh, tax advisor is, advises you on whether or not you are supposed to have health care coverage for employees based on the number of employees you have. And of course, if you provide that coverage, you are coverage for your employees. Uh, and so that they, they get a form that says that they're covered. Uh, and then, of course, all of you all. Uh, If any listeners out there are taking advantage of some of the plans under the Affordable Care Act, you will receive a a 1099 um, from uh, the Affordable Care Act. And you will give that to your tax provider uh, so that your tax provider can note on your tax return that you are covered. So so it's time to take a break. And that's Uh, that
2: was a very important point to to make to our audience. Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So stay tuned and we'll be right back after this.
5: Busyfolk.com is the dry-cleaning pickup and drop-off service for busy people like you. Busyfolk.com saves you tons of time. They can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry-cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? They also offer wash and fold laundry service and work hard to make sure that their customers know that their satisfaction is their main priority. Plus, business owners love them because they offer pickup and delivery uniform cleaning. They also handle bulk cleaning of tablecloths, napkins, and any other business dry cleaning needs. Busyfolk.com is only a click away. Find them by typing busyfolk.com into your computer or smartphone. They currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb Counties. Visit BusyFolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's BusyFolk.com. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free. Or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on myowntaxreturn. Com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. Welcome back to
0: Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar Johnson.
1: Hi, hi. We are back. We are back. I think
0: we were careful this time. Yeah,
1: right? we were yes. very careful. We were very careful. All of our NYB fans, We were very careful. <laughs> Because with Attorney Smith, cause we have some conversation, don't yes, <laughs> we? Do. We do. So, so listen, guys. We did. Uh, we did. For those of y'all who are employing W two employees, um, the Affordable Care Act requires that if you have employers, uh, uh, if you have more than fifty employees, fifty or more employees, then you are required um, to offer them health care, and you are also required um, to report uh, on a ten ninety five. Uh, or 1099 you are uh, required to report uh, the fact that you have uh, that health coverage uh, for your employees. Uh, actually it's a 1095 c So if you, if you are an employer and you have W2 employees, OK, and these including full time equivalent employees. OK, you're required to report. And so Althea asked a good question, um, Attorney Smith, about the 1099 independent contractor versus um, the uh, W-2 employer. And I always uh, I give a, I give some advice to my clients, but I also point them to the IRS website because the IRS website has a really, really, really good um form there that if you answer questions it, it, it basically there's a test and they say well if you answer yes to any of these things then it is an employee meaning that if you have a certain amount of control over what that how that employee does their work when they come to work different things like that then that is an employee if they don't have a professional license you know and they don't work independently then chances are it's a W2 employee so i always point my clients to the irs.gov website so that they can go and take that test. They have an employee versus independent contractor test. What what kind of advice do you use to give your clients?
4: I think you're right on point. I also refer them to the Internal Revenue Service website. Mm -hmm. I also tell them to keep in mind um, a rhythm and blues artist named Janet Jackson,
1: (laughs) which goes to that
4: song, Control, just like you Uh said, Uh because it's all about control. If you tell the person, how to do it, when to do it, where to do it, then more than likely they're going to be an employee. I
1: wonder mm-hmm. if you just ask nicely. Is that the same thing as telling? <laughs> <laughs> oh Thea, you sound like a client. <laughs> hey.
4: Well, it, a lot of it depends on what you're how nicely you're asking <laughs> yeah. and what you're asking. <laughs> right,
1: right. But if you have if you have certain demands and expectations outside. Exactly. For instance, if uh, if if you have an administrative assistant Uh, And that administrative assistant reports to work uh, for a certain uh, uh, period of time. They have a certain schedule that you set uh, and also um, that you have to give them the equipment and provide them with all the tools and everything to do their job. They're not independent. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so independent, independent would be if you employed Aceley or myself to come in and and help you with your taxes. Okay. we kind of do that with just the knowledge and without your direction. Okay? So you wouldn't have to give that's us a sure. W two. <laughs> <laughs> that you wouldn't have sure. to give us a W two. Or the or the person that came in and remodeled your beautiful office here out here. those that's a ten ninety nine contractor. Uh, so you guys it's very it's a very cool test on um IRS dot gov and so you want to make sure that you go to IRS dot gov and if you have employees take that test. And yeah. I think for 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 employers
2: mm-hmm. That's something that we really do need to know about, because right. um, my good friend attorney Smith advised me that I was going across that threshold,
1: oh absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and the ramifications right
4: yes it's the yes.
1: ramifications of well, they
4: well, the ramifications are if you're classified as a independent as an employer instead of an independent contractor, then you are required to not only make the withholdings but you're also required to make the appropriate filings. And -hmm. since you didn't make the withholdings nor the filings, they're going to be required to conduct those activities um, Mm post-haste. However, with the IRS, there are always two of its favorite friends, Tony and Sal, also known as penalties and interest.
3: Yeah. (laughs) So
4: they're going to accompany those, and the longer it takes, and that's going to be accumulating at an increasing rate. One thing that we definitely re- recommend is, if you're not sure, definitely ask. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are um hovering between both categories, have some document that says, you know, from our understanding, you're going to be an independent mm-hmm. contractor, mm-hmm. and they agree to that and have them sign that. One thing is also, it depends on where you're located in what state, mm-hmm. because for the state of Georgia, if you report to that business and you're an employee... Mm. But so uh, you have to make the appropriate recommendations. So. I see.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, one of the things, too, that uh, I think is is a big, rude awakening for employers who have made the wrong decision on whether their employees are W-2 uh, with is where you're withholding uh, taxes and remitting those to the IRS and the state or whether you're a 1099 contractor where you do not withhold taxes and you do not pay Social Security and Medicare on behalf of the independent contractors. A lot of our employers are have a rude awakening because they realize that it's easier to get caught yes. than they think. And one of the quickest ways to get caught, ladies and gentlemen, is when you have to tell an employee goodbye.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: When you tell an employee goodbye, they go down to the unemployment office. Correct. And then unemployment realizes you have never paid unemployment on behalf of this employee. Well, you see my mouth is (laughs) dropping. And so if that employee can prove that they are an employee versus a 1099 contractor and you have not reported and you have not withheld taxes, guess what? The, the IRS will not go back to the employee to collect the taxes. They will come to you not only to collect the taxes that you didn't pay on their behalf, but also uh, the portion of employee and employer taxes. So you will have the entire burden that employee will not have anything to worry about. OK, the IRS will go after the employer for both of those. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is not the employee's responsibility to determine what they are. Right. It is the employer's I'm, I'm responsibility. I'm <laughs> so, right. so get a good advisor. Those of you all who are business owners out there. So we have some other tips for business owners. We, we, we started off talking about mainly for our, uh, our individual, uh, tax, uh, uh, tax clients. We told you that you need to go ahead and, and max out those retirement plans, um, look at giving. your your and do some gift giving. Definitely do as much gift giving as you can.
3: Cash and non cash. Cash
1: and non cash. And we talked about, um, you know, if you are investing, look at some of those uh, capital gains. If you have capital gains, look at some of the the stock that you have that are dogs, and go ahead and sell those and and take your losses so that 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 you can offset those with your gains. And so now we're going to talk a little bit. About we're going to talk to some of our small business clients out there who send me emails every year and go, "What do you need?" And I'm I'm thinking, you know, you've been my client for 20 <laughs> years. What do you mean? What a, what a, what do I need? But, so, <laughs> so let's talk I'll, about that during the Christmas holiday or during the holidays. Yeah, holiday
2: we don't want to think
1: about. Well, it. absolutely. I know you don't want to think. We don't about want it. to think about. It. You don't want to think about it. But 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 what should you, there as a good. A, as a good client of Attorney Smith, what should you have been doing all year? All along, <laughs> Attorney Smith has told me that you keep all your receipts,
3: mm-hmm. you
1: keep your canceled checks, mm-hmm. you keep good records. Okay, so all year long, you should have kept good records. If you are not a good record keeper.
4: Hire someone. <laughs> during,
1: yeah, hire someone. <laughs> yeah. And, during, and unfortunately, during your Christmas break... And go through that shoebox of receipts. Let me tell you something, guys. Let me give you another little tip. Whoever prepares your taxes will charge you less if you come in without a shoebox full of receipts. Promise. Think about it. Uh, Tax preparers, they charge by time. Okay, so if you if we have if it's less of a job for us to go through your shoebox of receipts and you have all your receipts and expenses nicely laid out on a spreadsheet or something like that, you will find that your bills should go down significantly. Yes. All right. Yes. (laughs) You agree. You
4: you agree. Oh, most definitely. um, We will do our job professionally always but we always want it to be as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. And if you come to us with a spreadsheet or um, an Excel or QuickBooks mm-hmm. um, file, then that's a lot more efficient as opposed to going through each receipt, determining whether it's um, a business expense or whether it's a personal expense, and then recording it and totaling it, it just takes time that you really don't want to pay us to count.
2: And you know what? Yeah. Uh, with Attorney Smith, I um, after the tax season, I got um, his assistant come in and kind of help us to get organized. Yes. So that when the next time I had to present Attorney Smith with all my documentation, it was organized it yes. was the way he wanted That's it right. done on the spreadsheet with the the software. That's right. Mm-hmm. But it it paid to pay someone to help me at first. That's right than to pay my good buddy, right.
1: well, his hourly rate. Absolutely. There's a difference between paying an attorney and a CPA versus paying and a bookkeeper. A bookkeeper, right. A bookkeeper <laughs> right. And, right? And that person helped me get organized so I can do what I need absolutely. to do. Absolutely. That is a perfect example, Althea, of, of, of what small business people should be doing right now, is they should be paying a bookkeeper or someone to organize. If they're not organized themselves, pay someone. To get that organized, you can pay someone at a, a lot less hourly rate than paying a CPA or paying an, a tax attorney um, to actually go through those things. And, and <laughs> attorney Smith said it real well. You don't want to pay us to count. That's not what we went to. <laughs> that's college. not what you, know to, you know, to count. <laughs> we'll do it, but we'll you'll do pay for it, it, but you will. But you will pay for it. So that's not a good use of, of our time or your money uh is to pay a professional to do the counting. But to have somebody to come in and show my staff
2: yes. what to do
1: was invaluable. Right. The Got other it. thing too is if you start doing it now and you're not rushed,
3: right. um,
1: you, you find that you you can take advantage of more Expenses because you're not rushed and Correct. so you have time to think about it. Yes. Because there might have been something where you didn't have a receipt, it was done online, right. you know, electronically or something like that. And so now you have a chance to actually think about it and um get all that stuff together and you're not in a rush. And
4: if you think about it, you can also even this whatever holiday you want to celebrate, be it Kwanzaa, Hanukkah or Christmas you can buy gifts for your clients.
1: Yes, and oh, then be absolutely. able to deduct
4: those also. Absolutely, oh,
1: wow. absolutely. And if you start doing if you start a good point, if you start preparing now and you you'll know how much of a profit you're looking yes, at, you know, exactly. so you're knowing if you'll know if you have a profit that'll be taxed and then you can appropriately come up with some last minute expenses, yes. right? To so kind of lessen that. Sometimes
2: just getting in the habit it becomes easier. Oh, True.
1: absolutely. Yeah. If absolutely. we just get in the
2: habit of doing certain things, it becomes easier.
1: Well, one last news flash since we're talking about this one last news flash is that the reason why we're talking to small business people if you have an S Corp or if you have a C Corp and you're a small business, corporate tax returns are due March 15th. Correct. Not the April 15th deadline like individuals. March 15th. So you have a shorter window of time to prepare yourself. So and go ahead, We, out we have take a, a take a break.
3: <laughs> it's well,
4: time to take a short break. But stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> tuned. We'll be back with more right after I'm this. We love when you do that. <laughs>
5: Busyfolk.com is the dry-cleaning pickup and drop-off service for busy people like you. Busyfolk.com saves you tons of time. They can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? They also offer wash and fold laundry service and work hard to make sure that their customers know that their satisfaction is their main priority. Plus, business owners love them because they offer pickup and delivery uniform cleaning. They also handle bulk cleaning of tablecloths, napkins, and any other business dry cleaning needs. Busyfolk.com is only a click away. Find them by typing busyfolk.com into your computer or smartphone. They currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit busyfolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's busyfolk.com. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free, or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you, and they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com.
0: You're listening to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson
1: back and if you didn't notice that was our deep voice friend <laughs> Aisley Smith taking us out on a break. We appreciate that. We should have probably recorded that Leah so that we can have Aisley take mm-hmm. us out on more breaks even hey, when he's not here. It would be my pleasure. I'll
5: come back and do that. Uh-huh. Oh We, <laughs> yeah, we do need some
1: bo- voiceovers. Yeah, yeah every now and then we, we just when it's Thea and I and Leah we need some deep deep voice. There you go. Right. Okay. And, so, and clean voices. How about that? So, okay. Alright. That's true. So anyway um what about this? Uh, we were talking to our small business people and we did mention S Corp. And I think uh, Attorney Smith wants to elaborate a little bit on the whole S Corp situation. By the way, um, our small business audience, S does not mean small. S is subchapter S of the IRS code. OK, exactly. <laughs> and, that, and that, you know, and so you have to have 75 or less uh, um uh, shareholders, stockholders, yeah. shareholders, um, the shareholders have to be citizens, blah, blah, blah. And you have to file uh, a separate uh, um, uh, a form with the IRS to ask for S-Corp status. And so if you are an S-Corp, uh, Attorney Smith has some information he wants to share with you. Go ahead.
4: Okay, thank you. Um, one of the things is if you are not an S-Corp, you need to consider it primarily because if you are a sole proprietor or makes a, um, reports the taxes on a schedule C, or if you're a partnership that has a partnership return, then when that money eventually comes to the front of your 1040, it is subject to income tax. It's also subject to self-employment oh, taxes. Absolutely. So what you want to do is avoid that, those self-employment taxes. And one way to do that is to become a corporation. S corporations do not pay self-employment taxes because the Internal Revenue Code says so.
3: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: one misnomer is they ask, am I corporation or am I an LLC? You are an LLC Excuse me, that is classified by the Internal Revenue Service as an S corporation. Um, one of the things I do want to let most businesses know that are not a S corporation is that if you make a filing in January, and if the proper circumstances exist, you can become a S-Corporation mm-hmm. for that year, 2015, um, provided that all of the circumstances line up. However, it's got to be done in the month of January, probably before like January 24th.
1: Absolutely. Um, and so for those of y'all who don't know, self-employment tax, if, if you've ever worked for a company and got a W-2 at the end of the year you realize that you pay 7.65% Social Security and Medicaid come out of your W-2 check. What you don't realize probably is that your employer pays a match of that. Your employer pays the other 7.65%. And so, you know, as a W-2 employee, you haven't seen the major impact. Uh, And so once you become self-employed, You realize that you are on the hook for that entire amount. Mm -hmm. So now you're subject to 15.3 percent self-employment tax, which makes up the employer and employee portion of Social Security and Medicare. So for those of you all who don't know, that is an additional 15.3 percent tax on top of your income tax.
4: That's a lot of chatter.
1: That's a that's a lot of chatter. That's a lot of chatter. <laughs> Y'all just don't understand. He got a suit on, but this is my brother. This, this is my brother from the, from around the way. <laughs> so 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 yeah, it's it's a lot of money, and so it, a lot of people are overwhelmed by that when they go into uh, business for themselves. And so what Attorney Smith is trying to do is save you that additional fifteen point three percent. So if you're an S corp, you just uh, as an S corp, as the officer of an S corp, you can just take a minimum salary, right? Correct. And have that salary be a W two type of salary. Correct. And then your W two type of salary then is that is the only amount that is that, that pays, itself, right. yeah, right. That pays the yeah. So, uh, social the, security. The, the only thing is that
4: the Internal Revenue Service has lost every case as to what is reasonable. Oh,
1: that's, a, that's so, good to know. That's you know good I didn't know, know that because I, uh, I play with reasonable a lot. Reasonable <laughs> is,
4: is a comfort level <laughs> when reasonable. it comes to that. Right. There are some clients who I know um, have grossed well over a million dollars and their salary may be Forty thirty thousand dollars. Oh, absolutely. And the IRS cannot argue with that at all.
1: Right, right, right. Especially when you're self-employed, because who can say exactly. right what your salary is? Exactly. You just you have to be able to. Right, you just have to be able to prove. And and what one of the benefits of being uh, self-employed or, or even having an S-corp is that there are a lot of expenses. Those who are W-2 cannot write off. If you're a business owner, you get to write those things off. And some of those things can get written off through your business. There are things like a cell phone, phones, right. um, uh, internet, and things that you can't normally write off as a W-2 employee, you can write off as a business owner. So some of that stuff is just written through the business. So it's, it, it makes sense that, okay, my salary is only $40,000 uh but i don't pay cell phone i don't pay exactly. you know internet that doesn't Police come out famous. of my right. pocket and so you can justify having a I'm over here smiling because mm-hmm. that's exactly what I <laughs> <laughs> Of course of course yeah. but that's really the reason why i encourage people to to have a business even i encourage my w2 uh, clients to have some sort of business on the side uh is because that is really the only real tax break that's still out here that exists uh, for people to, to actually, you know, uh, minimize their tax bite is by having a business, by having some things to write off. Right. There's so many things that have been taken away.
4: There are, have been, especially if you are um, employed, an employee, mm-hmm. then when you go to the Schedule A, there's not a lot you can take advantage of. Um, some people recommend paying property taxes um, in advance, which will work. Right. Um, we were talking about it earlier. If you were to make two mortgage payments, it's only going to work if that second mortgage payment is inclusive of principal and interest. interest. Yes. But most of the time, what they do is it's all principal, principal right. and if it's just principal, you're not entitled to deduct that. Right. The only thing you really have a can take advantage of are your charitable deductions. And starting a business, who can't start a business?
1: Okay. The other thing, I, and, and, and guys, I'm breaking down some things that Attorney Smith says because Attorney Smith is uh, on a much higher level than me, so I have to break things down Stop. so that
4: <laughs> so average seven point six five
1: average average, <laughs> average, <laughs> average Joe's like me <laughs> can, can do this. So, so one of the things that Attorney Smith said, he said that he was talking about LLCs. One of the things that you guys have to understand, if your company is an LLC, it is considered by the IRS to be a disregarded entity, meaning that there are no tax forms and things like that for LLCs. LLCs get to choose how they are taxed. So if you are in business by yourself and you're an LLC within Georgia, because all states don't have single member LLCs, but Georgia does. If you're in Georgia, the state of Georgia, if you're not in the state of Georgia, just check and see what your state allows. If you are a one person shop and you're an LLC, you automatically default to Schedule C. Correct. Okay. If you're a Schedule C, you pay self-employment tax.
3: Correct.
1: But you have the ability to let the IRS know that you want to be taxed as if you were an S-Corp. Correct. Okay. If there are more than one, if there are two or more people, then you automate in an LLC, you automatically default to partnership. Correct. Okay. Which is subject to self-employment tax.
3: Correct.
1: However, break it down. Yeah. I'm breaking it down. If you you don't want to pay self-employment tax as a partnership, then you can also tell the IRS that this LLC wants to be taxed as an S-corp. And so that is what Attorney Smith was talking about when he said if you're an LLC taxed as an S-corp, you have that option to let the IRS know. That's
2: why it's so important, I think, that Mm -hmm. business, business owners, you get in contact with someone like Dr. Flo and Attorney Smith, to kind of guide you and give you some advice as to how you need to set yourself up. Mm -hmm. Because it's not as easy as just talking it through. There are forms that has to be filled out. You just have to know what it is that you need to fill out and what's good for your particular business. And we don't know that.
1: And it's not one size fits all, everybody. You have to let your tax advisor and your attorney know what type of business you're going to be doing because it is not a one size fits all. If you're gonna be in real estate, your advisors might tell you something different than if you're gonna be in manufacturing or if you're gonna do something else. So it depends on what it is you're gonna do and then your advisor will advise you accordingly. For instance, uh, I don't know about you guys as attorneys, but I know as CPAs, uh, we cannot run a firm as a corporation. And so our options were limited. So we had to do LLC or LLP. However, because of being able to do LLC, you're also able to opt right. as an escort for IRS purposes, exactly. even though legally we cannot do an escort. So those are types of things that your advisor can advise you if you go to them ahead of time, yes. ahead of time. not to get out of trouble. Okay, <laughs> not getting when you're out in of trouble, trouble costs
4: you more money.
1: Getting out of trouble <laughs> costs you more money. Absolutely. Right? It is an inconvenience tax yes. that we. <laughs> <laughs> right? It is it is a lot more. Uh, uh, is cheaper for you to go to your advisor ahead of time when you are planning on getting into business, and they will advise you on how to get set up versus, uh oh, I'm in trouble. I didn't mean to. I knew I could go online myself. I saw the I saw the forms so I just decided I would do it myself mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. <laughs> And so a lot of us not a lot of us a lot of y'all do that <laughs> Usually I include us, but I'm not including
3: us in this one. A lot
1: of people do that, and that's not the best way to go, right, Attorney
4: Smith? That is correct. Okay. Um, We have a mantra in our firm that you prepare for war during a time of peace.
3: Oh, wonderful. I like that. if you
4: do that, then you will minimize the opportunity of getting in trouble with internal revolution.
2: And that's what I've been doing all night. (laughs) That's why I have a habit of doing what I need to do. If you're
4: scared, (laughs) say you're scared. Oh, I'm
2: I'm scared. Uh,
3: I'm (laughs)
4: scared.
1: <laughs> so, so I'm sorry, Attorney Smith, what are some other things you had on your list that uh, business owners need to know about?
4: Um, The main thing that uh, I wanted to talk about was what we mentioned earlier was growth. Because okay. by now, every business owner should at least have some kind of idea what kind of profit okay. that they will possibly receive. And in order to minimize that profit then they can go ahead and make an investment in their firm, which is eventually going to benefit the business. So it's not a bad investment. Right. Um, That's one thing that we definitely ask them to do. But we want them to get to a point where they are recording their receipts to where they can press a button and say, this is where I am. Mm -hmm. And then you can start making yearly comparisons. And then once you start making comparisons, you can determine, or possibly predict Mm -hmm. and put yourself in the right position to minimize um, to maximize the amount of money that you're going to bring in.
1: Okay. And so one of those things, um, attorney Smith, when you talked about making an investment, Mm -hmm. um, you know, us as accountants, we teach all the time, the difference between an expense and an asset. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, um, you can make some investments in that can be expensed off, like uh attorney Smith said, maybe you hire that extra person uh employee wages are definitely an expense right yes. but the good thing about being um in business is uh you can also invest in some assets that can be expensed right Correct. on your on your tax on Correct. your tax return. Do you want to talk about that or you want to tee that over here well, i can
4: that. i can st- I'm sorry. No. It is no. time to take a break.
3: <laughs>
1: I can't,
4: Ladies and gentlemen, guys, I it's time to take a break. Yes, it's time to yes, take a short break, but stay tuned. We'll be right. We'll be back with right more right after this. We promise.
3: promise <laughs> we
4: promise.
3: We promise to listen to Leo next time. <laughs>
5: Busyfolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop-off service for busy people like you. Busyfolk.com saves you tons of time. They can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic, trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas, and we all know that time is money, right? They also offer wash and fold laundry service, and work hard to make sure that their customers know that their satisfaction is their main priority. Plus, business owners love them because they offer pickup and delivery uniform cleaning. They also also handle bulk cleaning of tablecloths, napkins, and any other business dry cleaning needs. Busyfolk.com is only a click away. Find them by typing busyfolk.com into your computer or smartphone. They currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit busyfolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's busyfolk.com. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free, or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. Welcome back to Mind
0: Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar Johnson.
1: Um, Before our intern just decided (laughs) that she was going to uh, make sure that we took a break. (laughs) She's like, you are not even paying any attention to me. So I have learned my lesson. One minute is one minute to break and I will be obedient (laughs) from now on. We were talking about the fact that uh and by the way, Attorney Smith, I have never had so much fun talking about taxes ever high five. before, ever, ever, before. find me because I make, don't know anything about <laughs> it. it. <laughs> Thank
4: you, man. We make <laughs> three here, it's three in the room uh-huh. here, here at Your <laughs> Business Radio, we make taxes sexy. Yes, oh, we, we do. Right. <laughs>
1: yes, we do. Well, yes, we do. See, the only
2: thing I know about taxes is how to spell the word
4: tax. <laughs> how do you spell
1: it out for you?
4: See, Uh, you
1: can't think about it. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are really good. Well, here's the thing, guys. We were talking about the fact that if you're in business, if you have a business and you invest some extra cash, if you, Attorney Smith said, if you know that you're making a profit and you want to invest that extra profit, you can invest that extra profit in an asset that will help that business to grow. Now, here's the thing about assets. From an accounting standpoint, Assets are supposed to generate revenues that is the purpose of an asset, so I always teach my classes and I teach my clients okay that is not the time out there to go and get your tundra truck what? your tundra your tundra truck is not going to help you get clients okay now yes, if will. you were if you were <laughs> if you were in construction <laughs> if you were in construction, maybe that tundra truck would help you generate revenues because uh-huh. it would have it would it would help you get back and forth uh, uh, to do the business that you are planning on doing. But uh, Althea, the, the car that you drive works fine with your with your practice of law. Okay, so don't don't use <laughs> that. Don't run with that. All right. <laughs> But here's the thing, guys, when you purchase an asset, normally, uh, normally an asset um, is is not a write off or an expense. But the IRS has done something special with Section 179. Um, They have said that um, there's and and these limits change every year. And that's one of the reasons why um, attorney Smith and I sometimes say we'll get back with you because these limits sometimes change every year. But one thing you can bring up to your tax advisor is taking advantage of section 179. Section 179 allows a certain amount of your assets that you purchase to be expensed in the year that you buy them. And so, you know, if you have, you know, $20,000 worth of assets, instead of that being capitalized, it can be expensed. And so that is $20,000 right off the top that, you know, that you can expense off of your off your seems uh, like I revenues. expense that tundra. I just don't understand. Well, well anyway. you can expense it. Uh, you can expense it. However, it will not be a good use of, of your money. What you can <laughs> because do because it's is not an asset. Start, you.
4: start a construction business. <laughs>
1: Oh, it is. Well. It is it, that, I, I like to tell my clients the difference between a toy and an asset. Okay, you're 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 welcome to buy whatever you want out there. Just classify it the what the way that it truly is. Okay, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> it's either a toy or it's an asset. The assets actually help you in your business to generate revenue. So let's make sure that we understand what assets are. Okay. So now we've talked about, we've done some things for our small business owners. We're going to, we're going to end this last segment segment by getting back to talking to our 1040 uh, individuals, everyone files a 1040, by the way, even if you own a business, you have to also file a 1040 for your personal taxes. So we want to end on a note where everyone can benefit. Okay. Uh, everyone, whether you're a W2 employee, 1099 contractor, or whether you are a self-employed or, you know, corporate owner, you have to file a 1040 tax return. So what are some of the things, uh, Attorney Smith, that you would like to say to some of these people at the last so for the for the end of the year in preparation for their ten forty tax return?
4: We talked about a number of I, I think very helpful things. Um, and we won't, you know, just beat them in down, you know, except for the charitable contributions.
1: We'll beat them down, beat
4: them down. <laughs> um but the one thing that um, we didn't discuss are the credits. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between a credit. And a deduction. Yes. A deduction will reduce the amount of income that is subject to tax. Hmm. Whereas a credit subtracts dollar for dollar from the actual tax itself.
3: Yes.
4: Hence, you would prefer to have a credit, credit. than a deduction. So the question is, why there are a lot of credits, and the answer is because the IRS is not in the business of giving money away.
1: Right. So
4: <laughs> there are very few number, but they include the Earned Income Tax Credit, which is um, really driven by your income. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the American Opportunity Tax Credit, which allows up to $2,500 on your tax return for the first $4,000 spent on qualified educational expenses to a four-year college. Um, and if you didn't go that route, there's also the Lifetime Credit, which we invite you to take advantage of. Um, you can deduct up to $2,000 of the first $10,000 $10, that is spent on qualified education expenses. And then we also have the um, child-dependent care um, credit for those of you. But it is also income-generated, and you can um, make enough income that you can take yourself right out of there. But mm-hmm. you know, take advantage of these and the Savers Tax Credit for low- to moderate-income taxpayers and who are saving for retirement, that's a really good one because mm-hmm. that's one thing in that we do not do in our culture enough is to save. Um, we don't get enough uh, wills and trust,
3: mm-hmm. you
4: know, and um, we don't help each other enough. <laughs> oh, so,
3: absolutely. So
4: you know, those are some things that we definitely take advantage of. But if you did not qualify for any of those credits, especially the um, American Opportunity Tax and Lifetime Learning Credit, Think about what you can do next year. Are you considering going to school? Are you considering doing something that's going to assist in your employment mm-hmm. to take an educational class? Take that class and then take advantage of it and write off on your taxes.
2: So, so if you can get uh, uh, expenses such as tuition, books, and fees and
1: supplies. Oh, absolutely! Yes. Mm-hmm. Room and yeah, board. it's not just the room. tuition. It's actually room and board to tui- I mean, uh, books, supplies, equipment, even computers, mm-hmm. things like that, that that you might need for school. And and it doesn't have, even have to be necessarily taxpayer. It could be their dependent.
3: Correct.
1: Um, so you can use that. So if you have a, a child or another dependent on your tax return that is that is uh, attending college, mm-hmm. um, you can take those credits. Oh, on wow. your on your tax return. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Those are awesome credits to take advantage of. Okay. Okay. So, I tell you what. Let's give them let's let's talk about a little bit um some things we can do on schedule A. Mm-hmm. Cuz you know, there are only a couple of schedules that we can work with, right? right? Well, if we if we look at the well, before we even do schedule A, if we look at the the front of the tax return, <laughs> there's just not a whole lot unless uh, a lot of people try to take advantage of the moving credit. I think that's still on the front, right? right? right. Uh right. For right. what we call uh, in order to, for AGI, which is adjusted uh, gro- uh, gross income. Uh, if you're moving, but you need to be moving for a job, right? Yes. You need to be moving and it needs to be uh, a significant distance away. So you need to be uh, moving for a job, not just moving, okay? Um, so, you know, you're moving for a job. And, of course, you 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 can't deduct what your employer has uh, actually refunded to you or paid but mm-hmm. if you have some moving expenses but there's some things on schedule A that we want people to t- remember right we want them to remember to collect all their medical expenses Correct. and that also includes um um, the actual payments on the on the
3: premium, on the premium payments. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So
1: premium payments and things like that. We need you to keep track of that because a lot of clients forget premium payments. They yes. just remember some of the actual medical expenses. Mm-hmm. And so also taxes, uh, their property tax. Yes. So their real estate taxes and, mm. and mortgage, they can have they, a loan. Ad valorem taxes, Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely. And um, people can actually take uh, home mortgage interest and property taxes up to two properties on Schedule A, right? Correct. Okay. And we know why that is because all of your senators and congressmen have two properties. So it's always going to be two properties (laughs) because everybody has a property in D.C. and then also in their home state. So it's always going to be for us two properties because they want to deduct their Correct. two properties, right? <laughs> um, and so, also, I mean, even though there's some things that subject to the two percent threshold, right? We want keep up with uniforms, yes. your tax preparation, job all seeking of,
4: expenses, job
1: seeking expenses, yeah. all of those things. Even if right? you don't get the job. Oh, so so even if you don't get the job, yeah. all those things now are subject to a threshold. But yeah, those yeah. are things that. That people tend to forget, right? right? That's right. why
4: we need to also, get contact um, our tax
1: professionals. With the yeah.
4: charitable um, and the medical, you can also deduct mileage.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: So I, I wouldn't have known that. But oh,
1: that's absolutely. why it's important to get in contact exactly. with our tax. Exactly. Um, exactly. Exactly. So we want you to keep all those things in mind. Um, those things are are, are deductible on, on Schedule A, okay? So anything else that you, oh, one of the things we definitely want to do, and um, uh, Attorney Smith, we want you to, before we get out of here, how do people get in contact with you, and and, and, and how do people make an appointment with you?
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you like to um, get in contact with us, you certainly can reach us at info at net. Um, our telephone number also is 404 880 Uh, We also have, uh, in January, uh, the second uh, revision of uh, Jesus Don't Work for the IRS is coming out. So we invite you to take a look at that when that comes out. And uh, we opened up an office at 1260 Glenwood Avenue for the underserved, for those Uh who would normally go to some of the other smaller companies, HR Block and... Liberty. We want to be able to show that we provide them adequate service.
1: Well, awesome, awesome, awesome. Look, we're going to give you an opportunity to take us out. Okay, oh. I, I do want to say, and, and, of course, we are going to have them back. But- oh, absolutely, always, Aisley. We're going to have you back. So, so first of all, let me just say, we're going to you're going to join in with Althea and I. So this is how we do it. Okay, okay. we say thanks for listening to your Business Education Station. So Althea, your your business
4: Your family.
1: Your life. (laughs)
4: Thank
2: you. I'll see you next Tuesday. All right. Bye bye.
4: Thank you.